1: Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech drive the Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. Mornings on SEN. Well, the NBL Grand Final Series is locked in after two very similar semi-final series. The Sydney Kings will defend their title against last year's Wooden Spooners New Zealand in a best-of-five game series that starts on March the 3rd in Sydney. Xavier Cooks and the Kings, well, they exploded in the fourth quarter of a tight semi-final tussle to outscore Cairns 17-6. And they eliminated the type ends two-one in that series, and the Breakers were also pushed to three by the Tassie Jack Jumpers. They won their decider off the back of their own strong finish, 25 25-30 in the last quarter of that one. Two great semi-final series, but we're locked in for the grand final series now. Can't wait for it, and to bring us up to speed on what's happened and what's to come. Damon Lowry's on the line. Good to chat to you again, Damon. Sam, my man. How you feeling, big fella? Great to speak to you, mate. I am well, and our two grand final sides will be feeling. Good as well. And I'm not sure. Maybe a tinge of relief in there because, geez, we, Damon, both of them were pushed.
0: They went absolutely to the game three, both teams, and it was a good old-fashioned slug fest, both series, and it was always going to come down to
1: who could outlast the other one. So take us through it. Let's let's start perhaps with the, the Sydney Kings um, up against Cairns because... As I said, it went down to the last. Xavier Cooks, uh, he exploded as well, as we know he's going to do, particularly when the going gets tough. And they showed their class on, uh, on their home floor.
0: The Kings did a great job in game three. They adjusted. They took out DJ Hogue. DJ Hogue took him apart in game two. So they came out and made him a focal point. They put Justin Simon on him and made DJ Hogue's life miserable. And they just ran out of gas down the stretch. They just couldn't find other avenues to score. Ben Ayer played well for them, but their main guys just couldn't get going. And they took off. They cut off the head of the snake at DJ Hoke, and in Xavier Cooks, he just did his methodical, quiet work. You know, eleven rebounds, eleven points, and just involved in everything.
1: Chase Buford, the coach, has uh, had a busy last week or so, hasn't he? Any <laughs> entertaining? <laughs> oh, gee, we
0: never a dull moment with Chases on the sidelines. I think it's great.
1: He certainly didn't. Uh, he didn't uh, let his emotions um, sort of. Uh, he didn't bury his emotions, did he? He's happy to let it all out. We know that's how he, how he rolls. So, how do they go into this grand final series? And we'll get to New Zealand in a moment, um, Damon. But they've been the best side all year, the Kings. They've got the MVP in, in Xavier Cooks, of course. Will all the pressure be on them, particularly with home court advantage?
0: you would think but i don't think i don't think the pressure on sydney in this case these guys are locked in on repeating and they have been since the start of the season they just built they just built strong like that i like their lead guard i mean they got um derrick walton jr who just takes control of the backcourt you know it's going to get from xavier cooks um they're built for a repeat which is very hard to do and they've done mm. it the hard way so um yeah, I don't think there's any pressure on them. They got the home court advantage. So, you know, over over three home games, if it goes to five, you know, what, 52,000 people will be at the game. Um, Kudos Bank Arena. So, yeah, it's going to be tough to beat them.
1: Yeah, and they've got that big game mentality, don't they? Like They look like they're a group, and obviously they've been there, done that only last season, but they look like they've got a group who know when the time is right to flick the switch, for lack of a better phrase.
0: Yeah, there's a, there's a Sydney swagger about this team. You know, there's nothing... There's nothing prissy about them, you know. Even DJ Vasiljevic, you know, he's got, you know, he's rough around the edges. and You know, the Brazilian Tim Suarez, you never know when he might just give you a clip. So, look, they, they got some warriors on that team.
1: Hey, I'll tell you, the New Zealand Breakers are a fascinating story, aren't they, Damon? Obviously, COVID hit them perhaps harder than than any other club in the NBL. They were down and out 12 months ago. For them to reach the championship um, series is a, is a fair feather in their cap, I would have thought.
0: Oh, my God. What an understatement. You're spot on, though. I mean, two years, COVID had them in a headlock. You didn't think they was ever going to get out of it. They come out of it with a new head coach. They bring in about six new players. And Modi Maor has built this team into a, now a championship contender. And, like, you just couldn't be happier for them. It's a sports movie. That's what it is.
1: It's been an epic turnaround, hasn't it? So how have they done it? You mentioned that. How has he been able to harness them? what in what seems to be relatively quickly, Damon, to build a chemistry that's been, you know, successful for the majority of the season?
0: He said early that he wanted to bring back a New Zealand flavor. He brought back Vandanovich, got him from Sydney. He brought in Isaiah Liafa, got him from Southeast Melbourne Phoenix, and he handed the car keys over to Will McDowell White. It is now his time last year will came off the bench in a deep guard rotation this year is it was will show his car to drive and he absolutely nailed the three imports you could not get a better trio of imports and it's all come together in Modi. they all love playing for this guy so not surprised that they've got to where they are and um, anything from here is gravy
1: And Chase Buford, we spoke about him earlier and you just touched on the fact that the Breakers are, I guess, getting that New Zealand flavour about them now. I think Chase compared them to the All Blacks earlier in the season, didn't he, (laughs) given they're so physical?
0: Chase ain't fooling nobody. <laughs> he's he's going to work the referees. He's going to work the media. He's going to work everybody. This is just his style. So, of course, he wants to let everybody know that they're playing rugby instead of basketball. Hopefully, he can get himself some calls.
1: <laughs> so, how do they ask the right questions of the Kings then, um, Damon? How do they perhaps get under the skin of them? How can they sort of uh, uh, rattle the cage a bit?
0: I think what they have, the, the, the advantage that New Zealand have is they have an, an assassin. They have a samurai warrior <laughs> in in Barry Brown Jr. There is no rattling that guy. They also have a workhorse who just shows up with his lunch pail every single game. That's Derek Pardon, and they got a warrior, also a scorer that can just get buckets from all over the court. And Jarrell Brantley. They got all the pieces. The Kings gonna have to work out who do we who do we take out? Like with Cairns, they could take out one guy, Hogue, mm. but with New Zealand, they got multiple weapons. So it's gonna be interesting to see how they attack them.
1: So, Damon, I've got a question I'm not sure you can answer, but why do we have to wait so long for game one? Why are we, Why have we got, what, a 10- or 11-day break here until the 3rd of March?
0: It's because all the commentators are exhausted.
1: No, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, nah, only kidding. Tapering. No, it's
0: the world, we got a World Cup qualifier. It's right. the FIBA window going on. So everybody just plays in the FIBA, every country. that You have to shut it down because they have to work out, you know, the placings and the seasons for the World Cup. Jeez. So. We're gonna put out. We're gonna put us a little Australian team in there. give some guys a run in the green and gold. Um, it just gives us 12 days roughly to hype up this grand final.
1: Yeah. Is it unfo- in all seriousness? Is it unfortunate timing? Like to stall the season at this juncture, though. I mean, clearly, if you had a choice, you wouldn't be wedging it in here.
0: No, exactly. It's horrific timing. And I don't <laughs> know who it. I, it is. I mean, because if I'm if I'm New Zealand, I don't want to wait 12 days. You know, maybe maybe yeah. five days. You know, yeah. you want to rest up. You want to actually, you want to celebrate too. You want to have at least one day to kind of bask in the glory of what you what you achieved. And then you know, you do some rest and recovery, and then you do a little bit of training. you want so to roll on five, yeah, maybe five days max. But it's just the way the schedule worked out.
1: Unbelievable. Well, Xavier Cooks might not be too unhappy with it because I think he's got a little bit of an ongoing ankle issue, but uh, not that it was going to jeopardise uh, his part in anything. You have to chop that leg off, but probably make sure that he's going to be as fit and as healthy as he possibly can be. Hey, And you're right, it does wet the appetite enormously so, Damon, even if it needed to be. Can't wait for this grand final series uh, next month uh, between the Kings and the Breakers. It certainly promises a lot over the best of, hopefully, as a neutral, is the best of, uh, he's, he's actually the five games and it goes the distance. Really appreciate your time this morning, mate.
0: Hang on a minute, Sam. Who's your tip?
1: Oh, I have to go to the Kings. Absolutely have to. But I-, I love the New Zealand stories I mentioned off the top, and I hope they can push them all the way.
0: Yeah, okay. I, I have no tip. I got to go.
1: are <laughs> Larry there. Well, that's a good thing to be. When the expert doesn't have a tip, can't possibly make one, then uh, that probably says everything.